From Baltimore, Maryland, this is The Stoop Sessions, a One Hope podcast. Join us for conversations about ministry on The Stoop. Learn more about our work at www.onehope.gives. Well, welcome back to The Stoop Sessions. It's good, good morning. To, yeah, it's good to be good with morning. you guys on The Stoop. Or afternoon, or it whenever is, you listen to this. Is this spring yet, Baltimore? It's, it's spring in Baltimore. It actually is. Yes. It doesn't feel like it, though. No. That's a word. <laughs> it's close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's teasing. There's there's some the, some foretaste yeah, so of deliverance <laughs> from winter. <laughs> when things are what they, they don't feel it like it. Doesn't feel like walk me you through know, though, I always think Baltimore's got nice springs. Like we got the nice blooming trees. We do. And, yeah. Yeah. I look forward to like um the winter time. Well, it's a sad day for me at least when they start pruning all the rose bushes outside. You're like, oh my goodness, they look so destitute and sad. And then spring, bam, you can smell them. Yeah. Because you guys do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. smell the roses. I have allergies, so I don't really smell <laughs> no, them. No, no, they're very, well, dang, that's sad. I don't smell roses on my block. <laughs> <laughs> they go through concrete. <laughs> so, Stephanie, uh, coming into this 2021 spring, mm-hmm. what, uh, what kind of flowers are we going to be looking at? Ooh, okay. Well, Baltimore, um, we'll be seeing some ranunculus. Ranunculus. Yep. We'll be seeing Renun- some um, peonies, which are my favorite. Pennies? Peonies. Peonies? Yes. How do you spell that? Yeah, be careful P-E- saying that one. I know. P-E-O-N-I-E-S. So we'll be seeing some of those. We said we said goodbye to anemones um, and uh, and tulips, but they might make a pop up. And we also said goodbye to our enemies <laughs> of 2020. Come on, somebody! <laughs> we'll be seeing some pretty flowers. I mean, they're local, and then we'll see sweet lissies, which are my favorite. I've never they're heard like, of any of these flowers. The sweet lissies. <laughs> I was thinking lilies. Well, lilies they do come. Lilies will hit us throughout Easter, which daisies is, is that a flower? Yeah, daisies are here. They're kind of here. Are they a flower or yeah. is that a weed? No, no, they're, they're flowers, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm, maybe I'm thinking of, um, what, what are the yellow think? ones? Oh, there are weeds that are yellow. I, I don't know what they're um, called. But then there's also wildflowers called salid, but it's okay. Yeah, you're thinking about the weeds. I keep those too. I, I do. No one needs to know. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for that. That, that is really helpful. Didn't know I knew that until yeah. you asked me. It's good. Well, well it's, it's good to be back. <laughs> Gosh. It's good to be back on the stoop. I'm Stephanie Greer. I'm Eric Hill. And I'm Joel Kurz. And this is the Soup Sessions. That sounded so epic. We're going to wrap up our talks um, on these false gospels that we've been talking about these last uh, few episodes. Um, so today we'll be talking about the mission of the church. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is the mission of the church? I feel like that's a question where you might get different answers. Yeah. Depending on who you ask. Yeah, it's so um it, it's it's like you 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 ask that question and a lot of people jump right into the implications. It's to yeah. feed the poor, it's to um it's to do good in your community and we've talked about that. But yeah, yeah. what is Build the the kingdom of God that's and right. how we do that, right? Yeah. Transform the community. Yeah. That's right. And again, those We've things already are not talked bad about it. Things, yeah, right? but yeah. what's the mission of the church? Because you can get lost um, by making those things the primary mission. Exactly. Right? And we yeah. lose what's the most important and the mission of the church, which is what? Exactly. Make disciples. Make disciples. That's right. We, um, w- when we first started the church, uh, maybe a little testimony here. 
Um, I was a young, idealistic church planner, and I, all, all of the ideas of like impacting the city, building the kingdom of God, like that was all mm-hmm. on on my lips. Yeah. Right. And um, our tagline for our church was reconciling the city of Baltimore with the kingdom of God. Let me oh, say wow. that again for that's those lofty. Yeah, that's Reconciling heavy, the city of Baltimore with the kingdom of God. That's big. That makes me tired even just thinking about it. <laughs> it does. It does. But no, I mean, the, I remember you talking about that. It's a big job. You know, you're at every support meeting, you know, every conversation. You're like, we are here yeah. to reconcile the city of Baltimore. I remember With meeting God's you kingdom. Yep. And so what happened? Well, let me, like, can I give a little defense for yeah. the tagline? Um, part of it was thinking, like, the gospel reconciles man with God. Mm-hmm. And as we reconcile man sure. with God through the proclamation of the gospel, we build a, a community yeah. of people who are, you know, the representatives of God's kingdom. I don't know if I would have used those words back yeah. then, but okay. that's kind of what I was thinking. Right. But, but I think, so, so in, in a sense, I, there was some thought behind it, and I, I understand the desire to impact the city. Trans, change the community. We've been talking about this stuff. This is not yeah. new for our pot. We do. We talk about all kinds mm-hmm. of like um, real ways to impact the city. Yeah. In a sense, I feel like that's what this. We, a lot of the stuff we want to talk about on the stoop is, practically speaking, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, I think if we, I think words matter. I think ideas matter. Mm-hmm. And if we really think that our job is to reconcile Baltimore with God's kingdom or to build God's kingdom in Baltimore. Like, who is it that builds God's kingdom? Is it me or is it God? Right. You know? That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, or to transform Baltimore. I think it can send us in the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think there's something to be said about individual disciples' responsibilities to display the glory of God, that's to right. display reconciliation, to display what has already been done for them. So I think as we're getting through these nuances, what I we're not saying that uh there isn't the beauty of reconciliation happening. But yeah. again, who 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 is reconciled? And just hearing that sentence, it's lofty. Like who yeah. can do that? Right. Yeah. I'm just saying real talk, like you come out, you've been church planning or in a community mm-hmm. or in a neighborhood and you're you're you've given yourself the task that's of right. reconciling. I think that that can bring you into some despair and dis- discouragement. And I think God made his mission simple, although yeah. complicated for us yeah. to figure it out. That's why we're having this conversation. And during those early days, too, I, uh, we did a lot of work. You know, we painted a school. We um, were volunteering in an arts right. program. All good stuff and stuff that we can talk about yeah, exactly. uh, that we still do. But, um, right, we, look, we looked at the band of people that we had. I, I started looking at the band of the people that we had. Like, this is the... This is the early, early days. This is right. before we actually constituted as a church. And I just remember thinking, like, man, we are a bunch of do-gooders. You know, like, yeah. we're, we're doing good in the community. Um, we are, our, our product is serving other people. Right. But I'm not really sure if our product is actually making disciples of Jesus. Right. And I think that's when I started questioning some things. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, I think, like, as the church, we can make the mistake of, you know, trying to do good and serve others, which we should be doing, but we can't confuse that with the actual mission of the church, which is to make disciples. So that's right. That's really good. So did that lead to burnout for you guys? 
Yeah, I think so. I think it led to a kind of burnout. I think there was a sense in which we were spinning wheels, sort of like, what what are we doing? Yeah, you know, is is uh, are we are we a bunch of volunteers for the community <laughs> organizations, <laughs> right? And giving handouts and painting things and you know being right. used by all these groups, is that actually our impact? Right. Yeah, and the realities of burnout, right? It it um when you're aware of your limitations, when you're aware of what you actually can do, you serve God out of the strength that he gives you. But I think when you um, can sometimes make the mission what it isn't primarily, you start to act like God instead of rely on God. You know what I mean? And that, that, we won't make it. (laughs) It's been clear in the 66, how many people have made it. uh, 66. That's me calling the Bible. Bible? I, you know, (laughs) I realize, I get called out a lot about this. I will say, I I think in my head, it must be California, but I shorten everything. I think everyone else should too. So let me be clear for people who don't actually know me. One day, not today, <laughs> but tomorrow I'm going to try. It's the 66, the books, the, the canon. That's right. Canon. Like That's that. what I meant. Yeah, Let me and, give me a t-shirt that says that. In the 66. Differentiating the from the Roman Catholic Bible. Yes, that's why I said This is the Protestant Bible. <laughs> the Bible. I didn't say Come the on. Apocrypha. <laughs> that's good. I had to whisper that. <laughs> I can never say that. Apocrypha. Oh, so, so would you guys say that if uh, the church has this wrong understanding of the mission, that leads your people confused, burned out. We can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can overlook the spiritual needs of our members. It's to make disciples. You know, you That's think right. of Matthew. Oh gosh, is it Matthew eighteen? To, my my fake dyslexia. <laughs> Matthew twenty. The Great Commission. Why am I blinking? 28. 28. 28. 18 to 20. You know that's how right. many books there are, but you, Lord, know, you know what's in the books. You know, we, Lord, that's the, well, case in point. Case in point. We need to make disciples, right, to be able to to, to proclaim the gospel. And so I was going to say, I can't even remember now that I've forgotten my Bible reference. Well, I let's talk about the 66. That's right. I mean, if we're going to talk about the mission of the church, we really shouldn't talk just about our own ideas. That's right. I think as, as on the stoop, and as elders, Eric uh, and I, um, as a church, all three of us, the Garden Church, I think we understand Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Thanks, Joel. To be the uh, center of what we understand the mission of the church to be. Would you guys agree? Agree. Yeah. What does that say? Teaching them to observe all yep. that he has yep. commanded us. And baptizing. Yep. We're going backwards. Make disciples. That's right. <laughs> Make disciples. Right. What was that rap song? Bap- Make disciples. Dang, I can't remember. I don't know. Was it Wu-Tang? <laughs> no, it was no, Christian. <laughs> was it Lecrae? I don't remember. Back in the CHH days. Make disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm. Baptizing Baptize. them. Yep. In the name of the Son, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's right. Teaching them to observe all things. All that things. So this is a... Uh, part of discipleship. It's not just simply evangelizing, um, seeing somebody become a Christian, cross that line, conversion, Mm -hmm. join the church, but it is the lifelong aspect of teaching them all things that the 66 teaches us. The 66. Yeah, I think if we focus on actually making disciples and all the formation that goes um, into that, 
not, um, what is it? Is it Doug Logan that says Crock-Pot Ministry? Like, let that take time. Walk with people. Mm -hmm. um, teach them. Then you'll see different implications of being That's saved right. individually work itself out. But if that That's is the right. mission of the gospel, we have lost. Teaching them to observe what? You know, who is the mentor? Teaching exactly. them to observe what? Their mentors taught them or what Christ has said in his word. So yeah. that's, that is why we care so strongly about the mission of the church. Yeah, and when, when people hear, you know, the message of Christ, like it's just something about the gospel that transforms you. And it wants you to, you know, it, wanna, it makes you go out and want to love your neighbor and like do all of these yeah. practical things. But it, that comes from like having a right understanding about God and all that he's done for you you know like when in the gospel we see god's generosity so of course like that makes me want to be generous because god has done so much for me one of the implications is me going out and you know being generous and mm -hmm. loving my neighbor that's good mm -hmm. yeah reminds me augustine uh has a famous quote love god and do what you want and what yeah. he meant by that was when you rightly love God, you will want to do the right thing. Exactly. So you've got young whippersnappers. Mm -hmm. Oh, so do you, Joel. You have young kids. Um, I was thinking, you're thinking, how is she, what, what is she going with uh, with this? Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, how do you think the mission of the church protects your kids as they are, some of them are professing, They're, mm -hmm. they are learning about the gospel. How do you think it protects them? maybe discouraged with the church later in life. Does that make any sense? Yeah, me and my kids, we, we've had talks, you know, as they understand um, the mission of the church, which is to go and make disciples. The way we make disciples is through the gospel. He's doing the work of bringing his kingdom to this earth. Mm. Now, it's like it's not a physical kingdom yet, right? And my kids see that. They see everything that's around them, right? Mm -hmm. they, they see the violence. They see the suffering. They see the death. So... They understand that one day this kingdom will be brought to earth. But that's not, again, that's not like the call of the church is to like bring God's kingdom to earth. Mm. They understand that like this is a, right mm. now it's a spiritual kingdom. But one day like th that spiritual will be reality. Yeah. So they, their call is just to, you know, to trust in the Lord. Yeah. And allow him to, to, to continue yeah. to do the work. I think the... Uh, Distinguishing between our mission and God's mission is so yeah. crucial yeah. Uh, because it's it's God's mission to one day, through the second coming of Jesus, yep. bring the kingdom yep. uh, to earth. However that's going to happen, we can exactly. debate eschatology another time. Yeah. But um, the mission of the church is to make disciples in yep. the midst of the chaos, yeah. in the midst of the poverty, in the midst of all the challenges, to make disciples of Jesus Christ who yeah. do re reflect exactly. the, the, the kingdom of God for sure. I mean, the, the church should be a place where poverty is alleviated within the yeah. church mm -hmm. yeah. and emanating from the church. Those mm -hmm. around the church mm -hmm. who are touched by the church should be yeah. blessed by it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there should be justice and not injustice within the yep. church and emanating from the church. There should yeah. be justice right. and not injustice, you know? Yeah. So um, we are to display the kingdom of God. Mm. And I think that for my kids, like, and not just my kids, but I, I think even other church plant, planters and mm -hmm. pastors and church members. Yeah. I'm so concerned that with a lot of what's popular today, like a lot of the rhetoric of, you know, what the church should be doing. Yeah. What the church should be expected to do. Yeah. That we're just setting so many people up for burnout. That's true. That, you know, what if 
what if in our own community things look very similar exactly. in 15 years from now in the community? Yeah. Now, let's say that we've been healthy in our discipleship. We've grown a church with faithful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe evangelism has been tough. Mm-hmm. Maybe hearts have been hard. We've seen some conversions. Yeah. We've seen uh, the, the church community grow as a, pl- a vibrant, dynamic place yep. of health. Um, but let's just say that there's still drugs in our community. Yeah. Let's say that in 15 years there's still violence in Baltimore City. I'm concerned that a lot of Christians will walk away from the church and say, oh, well, we're not doing it. We doing failed. It. Yeah, exactly. It's with the assumption that, you know, individuals who don't know you, Joel, might think that what you're saying is that means sit down and just preach the gospel. Now, you, if right. you've listened to any other podcast, yeah, you right. know that that's not what we're saying. I just exactly. said in my sermon two, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago that... Uh, we should not just preach the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to actually do some things. Do some things. Right. So it, it's nuanced. But the goal is, first, the mission is to make yeah. disciples. And you, I'm telling you, if you have been transformed by Christ, there's no way. That's right. Unless it's a discipleship issue, <laughs> which is why we're trying to make disciples. That's right. That you would just sit. Yeah, there's no way. There's just, your heart has been melted, right? From stone to flesh. Yeah. And so I think we that's the beauty, but it is nuanced because some individuals and members maybe not know they get to participate in yeah. what being a disciple is, you yeah. know? So, um, at least in our context. But yeah, I think of other um, countries and brothers and sisters that I hear who have been preaching the gospel faithfully. I think of Romania and other areas and they say no one has come um, to know the gospel, or nothing's changed here. Has their ministry failed? Yeah. Or I think of other churches where their community has transformed all around them mm-hmm. through development and gentrification. Does that mean that was gospel work right. going forward, or does that mean it was development and tra- uh, gentrification? And I, you, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think sometimes we think in the inner city, like, we want to see community change. And really what we're thinking of is yeah. make our community look like that community over there. Right. Across right. the street. Yeah. I don't want our community to look like that community over there. Right. What do I you mean, want we, our community to look like? That's a different question. Well, <laughs> yeah, what I don't want it to look like mm-hmm. is just simply development and money. Yeah. Right. And um but what but but I do think though that as you make disciples, and Stephanie, you're the first to that I would talk to about this in our church, and that is as we make disciples, we gotta talk about jobs. Mm. You know, like we've yeah. got to support Work for work to provide. Exactly. Um, we've got to talk about integrity. Talk about integrity, and yep. that does create wealth. It it can create an inheritance. It can end up in home ownership. All of these things are good. Like that's that that's the kind of change that I would love to see happening yeah. as a result of making disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's right. Right. And we pursue those things individually as members, but is that the mission of the yeah. church? But I've also known guys yeah. who come to Jesus and they walk away from illegal activity and end up working a job That's right. that pays less. Mm-hmm. And they lose their, their uh, Section 8 voucher because they've got reported income now. Mm-hmm. And they're actually struggling more now than they were before they came to Jesus. So I'm just saying it's just not that clean cut. Yeah. yeah. So God's mission is uh, not to make Baltimore City or any city a better place. But according to 1 Timothy 2 and 4, it says God desires all people to be saved mm. and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. What a mission. Yeah. And that goes in hand with the, the Great Commission, right? Yeah. Teaching people. Yeah. I think we talked about a little bit, what was it, last, on our last episode, we talked about Jeremiah um, mm-hmm. being good people in the land that God's placed you, yeah. seeking the welfare, welfare of the city. And I think uh, that that's part of what it means to be salt and light. Um, but at the same time, in the New Testament, we don't see the goal of the church in Ephesus to transform Ephesus. Yeah. But it was to create this countercultural community within Ephesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we do things inward out and not outward, outward, outward in. in. Yeah. yeah. That's because that's how yeah. God works. That's right. That's what he's done. Yeah. I think, too, um, when you look at uh, the Bible and you look at some of what happened to those cities in ruin after gospel... <laughs> You know, transformation yeah. has taken place. I think that's an example for us to look at as, as believers and say, well, God's redemptive history or his the way that he works um, through redeeming us, it does not always have, like you said, Eric, it does not always have that city shining moment. Right. Yeah. He works. And so I do think that that is something for us to think about again. We should bear fruit. That is what Christians do. Yeah. When they are disciples of Christ, they bear fruit. But if your sole goal and mission is to get to the outside, like you said, yeah. look the right way, we've missed how God has worked even. Exactly. You know. And Christians have been, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but Christians have usually been in the forefront when there has been um, panic and a famine and, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, so constantly we should. Be, yeah. And, dying with the with the dying. Yes, yep. and a lot behind. of these are unseen justice issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Individuals who have are disciples of Christ, living in their context. And so, yeah. again, you talk about what's popular. Unfortunately, with our social media culture, what's popular is what's seen and what's documented. Yeah. And God, right, it does not work like that. Yeah. What's the new? The uh, what are they? What do they call these people now that like take pictures of themselves doing good? Influencer. Oh, oh. wait, influencers or oh. no? It's something else. No, it's there's like, another word like uh Ah, oh, that just shows you how much we were in it's this something thing. Else, I think though. my girls explained to me that influencer was yeah. somebody that does good. No, influencer is someone that gets paid to influence other people to like buy products. Oh, that's right. That's what something. But this is called virtual. Is it virtue signaling? No, that's another word. That's, huh? vir- that's, the loop, that's all the rhetoric. I'm like, y'all <laughs> it's too, just, it's too, it's much too much. To keep up I can't keep man. up. But, but the church's mission, though, yeah. is to make disciples. Uh, isn't it interesting how when you when you say that you almost feel like you're being dismissive? Yeah. You almost feel yeah. like I'm not saying that we care about yeah. other things, and um, it's almost as if people are thinking like, "Oh, that's it, just yeah. to make disciples." Right. I feel tempted to bring receipts. Yeah, like <laughs> these are all the things I'm trying to say and disclaiming them. Like, right. I don't owe and you that nothing. would be true if the church's mission is to make disciples of me. Exactly. Or of Eric Hill. Right. Or of Stephanie LaFerriere Greer. <laughs> right. But if the church's mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ, I can't think of a better mission. That's right. <laughs> right? <laughs> who was, I mean, like Jesus Christ, who uh, is the light of the world, mm-hmm. you right. know, the pearl of great price. Listen, take That's us. Right. And uh, we're called to follow him. Yeah. We're called to become like Jesus. Mm. That's huge. Yeah, it really is, man. And that's that's a mission, man, that's is, is worth losing, like, everything for that. 
Yeah. And when people really come to understand, like, just how glorious Christ is and, like, all that he's done, like, you want to join in, like, on that mission. Right. And so then disciples of Jesus Christ should care about injustice. Disciples yeah. of Jesus Christ should have great concern for the poor. Um, because Christ did all of those things as well. Like, he, he had concern. Right. Like for for the outcasts, for the poor, like right went to the lowly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The greater concern was, you know, for their spiritual needs. But it's not like Jesus didn't, you know, like feed, you know, feed people and right. people that were sick. He healed them. Like so, I mean, he was concerned with both. Yeah. Yeah. So it is enough, and it is suffice to say, it's it's enough to follow Jesus and and all that comes from that. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and I think what I think categories matter, you know. So if we think of like what a disciple does versus what the church corporate is called to do, yeah. are actually not necessarily the same thing. So if I could use marriage as an example, mm-hmm. so I am called as a disciple of Jesus to love my wife, <clears throat> right. to raise my kids, you know. However, the church's mission is not to create husbands who love their wives right exactly church's mission is is to not raise children in the nurture and admonition admonition of the lord that's the father's job right yeah the church's job is to form the fathers mm. or to right. for, help form the children i don't want to dismiss the children but yeah. the, my point is is that we are make we make disciples and it's disciples then that are called to, to follow jesus exactly yep. that's where we see the titus twos that's where we see yep. a lot of following examples we hear the loises and the unices Again, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That exists. Yeah. yeah. And so then, uh, should there be godly marriages then flowing out of the church? Absolutely. Exactly. Is the church's mission to create godly marriages? No. That exactly. sounds more like uh, a marriage conference. I'm like right. a matchmaking company that right. believes in Jesus. But those godly marriages are a byproduct of of the and of they the display the they display the beauty. They display right. it. Yeah. They display it. Now, if in your community around you, there are still broken marriages. Does that mean the church has failed? No. Exactly. Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, but... Right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, not, not in and of itself. Right, right, right. It, but it, however, when you look into the church, mm-hmm. you certainly better see some healthy marriages. Yeah. And you certainly better see those healthy marriages emanating beyond the church mm-hmm. and impacting their communities. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. and you certainly better see care for the poor. Yeah. And you, you should certainly see... Um, a care for uh, other individuals' needs and and for, um, I think, small pursuits of of justice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or large, but I mean, just even among each other as believers, you know, as we're sharpening each other, as we are um, being confronted with sin, as we're being convicted, we should be seeing that displayed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So what category then, if we think, think about categories... So the church creates disciples, and then disciples follow Jesus in all of these various ways. As we think of the church, what categories should we put in uh, acts of mercy and justice and alleviating uh, those who are poor, those who have needs, hel- helping them? Yeah. That, that will probably fall under what, loving your neighbor. Boom. Right? Yeah. So the, Eric we got, says it's so simple. Like, yeah. no, for real, I'm like, I'm so damn complicated. He's oh, like, I saw the wheels turning in your head. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, da, 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 da. I felt like that Einstein meme. Right. But Eric's like, it l- sounds like, love your neighbor as you're. I'm like, is he reading me Romans 12? I'm like, it's so simple. Well, Go ahead, great, Eric. Great Commission is 
make disciples. That's right. The great commandment is what? To love your neighbor. To love God, to love your neighbor. Love God and love your neighbor. Yeah. That's right. And as we, you know, as we love our neighbor, we, you know, we, we serve them. All right. Check this out. Jaden Gadsden, I just saw him last Saturday. He's one oh, of our Jayden. one of our former members who <laughs> is a, here, huh? yeah, he's a Southern seminary student uh, and preparing for the mission field. That's right. He makes his own T-shirts. And on one, he said he made this T-shirt that he wears all around Southern Seminary's campus mm. in Louisville. And that's uh, two tablets. On the like first it. tablet, it says, love God. On the second tablet, it says, love black lives. Whoosh. It actually shouldn't be a whoosh because it's so damn biblical. I'm like, I, I, like, that's a, I like that twist. He's <laughs> just... Gosh, Jaden. Yeah. Oh, Wearing that around Southern Seminary's campus. <laughs> right. But um, I only said, let me live and send me to the Philippines. Right. But I was talking to Jaden, though. <laughs> I think it's a good application of the second yeah. tablet, <laughs> you know. Of, <laughs> right. and, and, and that's Jesus' summary is, is love God and love your neighbor. Yep. Love your neighbor entails everything. That's right. You know, and someone might come along and say, well, love white lives, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Amen. You know, on a rant you didn't ask for, <laughs> I just, I just... As we read the scriptures, I didn't say scripts on that, but as we read scripts, no, scriptures. The 66. The 66. (laughs) And we read Romans 3, we see all that we're capable of. I I believe that sometimes we get converted, Jesus saves us, and we come into the church as if we are now, we've gone through a car wash, we don't ever need to be, um, I mean, you don't ever need to vacuum ever again. Like, you might, like, is it... Listen, I say it because my car is messy. Joel's about to borrow my car, so I'm preparing you. Um, I'm just saying, it's something for us to know, too. In making disciples, that is a continuous thing. You make disciples with other disciples. And so my rant is for individuals that just feel like they might not sin in ways that they never have sinned before. I'm like, where and what? And show me. Scripture, Bible, reference verses. How are you making it, sir? Right. Yeah. And Paul's struggling. Right. We all out here. So that's anyway, so too highly that's of my yourselves. disclaimer for um, we are always sinning. It's indwelling in us. We fight sin. Oh, right. what will we do? Who will save this wretched body? Christ does. But meanwhile, yeah. recognize that you sin. That's that's just a rant that you don't that's even know where rant. it belongs. I don't, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but that was that was good. Good. I got triggered. How did that, how did that yeah. trigger from love, got, love your neighbor? I got triggered. I got triggered. Uh, at, um, I think, some of the pushback with some... And rhetoric is dangerous. You mean Love Black Lives pushback? Yeah, yeah. I guess. But, but but the sense that we're all, like, we you know, want to give everyone a participation trophy. Right. Like, let, let's just look <laughs> at our context. Yeah. If right. we were in Russia, I'd be saying a different... A yeah. different. I'd say love... You know, if we were in China, I'd say, what about the... I can only spell the... the the um, I can't say the word. Yeah. I think the... the uh, you know what? Uyghur people. Uyghur people. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's just the pushback from this little Haitian girl. Yeah. In on the stoop, just I wondering. I, I didn't mean to like set off a little bomb on the stoop. I was just stoop. using that as a. You triggered me. Let's edit that out. No, no, no. no. I like it. I like I it. That's triggered. good. But I'm yeah, just good. saying, we make disciples, and we 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 are displaying Christ. Yeah. His goodness, His work, His redemption. Yeah. That's in it. your context, so the church makes disciples. Disciples love God and love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I think the church. I think we could apply that broadly to the church because we are a collection of disciples. That's the right. church ought to be loving God and loving their neighbor, and that all of those good works, in your context, fall under love your neighbor. That's yeah. that's where I would put it. That's Help right. us, Lord. 
Yeah, and, and, and also that's... And he does. That is individual. It's individual to individual. That's right. The, uh, it is, you know, you see a hungry belly and you help that person by making them a sandwich. But it's also, if we, if we have the opportunity, check this out, to love people through the way that we vote, to love our neighbor through, through other act, uh, action yeah. or activism or, you know, that broader kind of society. Like, if we can help to alleviate a thousand hungry bellies mm-hmm. through some particular strategies through policy. Yeah. I think that's also, you know, uh, what I'm saying is big and yep, small. It, is. Mm-hmm. it all falls under love your neighbor. That's, that's right. what it's about. Yep. So uh, just quick application. We would say categories matter. Yep. yep. Void and burnout. Yep. If we, uh, if we think that we're supposed to, that we have to transform the city as our mission and that's it right. doesn't happen. We will be discouraged. Mm-hmm. That's right. We we should care for the poor. Amen. Yeah. Right. And um, I think this uh, this helps young zealous church planners, right? And their team understanding, yeah, the, the mission. What are we about? Of the church. That's right. Yeah. Our church does more today than we've ever done, as it relates to social activity, as it relates to um, development, sort of ministry. Uh, relief work but it's not because we think those things are our mission here's the thing when you make disciples of Jesus disciples love their neighbors that's right and you do more yeah it actually gives you yeah more opportunities it frees you to do more we're not talking about less that's right more we talk about more in the studio yeah and then some (laughs) alright so uh, join us next time on the Stoop Sessions Thanks for listening to the Stoop Sessions. Be sure to catch us next time. As One Hope exists to build healthy churches in the inner city, check us out and connect at www.onehope.gives.